Hello, guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker, episode 482, podcast number 362. What is with this uh, face covering? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we, where we are in Canada, we are in what color, guys? Red? We're in red. We are in stage red. We have moved backwards now into stage red. We're in stage, put a helmet on. So here's the thing. You guys can either have Behind the Bunker, as you know and love it lately, with masks, or we go back to the Zoom nonsense, and quite honestly, I do not want to do a Zoom show if I can help Boo it. Earns. I want to see my friends. I want to have interaction with all of us in the same studio. So that's what we're going to get. We're just going to get it today with masks on. We're going to be a little bit safer. We're going to set an example. But in all honesty, we either have our masks on or we can't do a show in our local neighborhood. So this is what you get tonight, guys. So thank you for supporting us. And if you guys are going to enjoy the show or enjoy the show tonight, please hit that like and share button. You guys have done wonderful. Our numbers have been great lately, and our podcast numbers have been going through the roof because of you guys. So thank you so much. Uh, with me, I have Josh Zuby Zabrikis. Yes, good morning, folks, and welcome to the new TerraTech Gavin's a mouth breather. Breather. Not a beaver. He's a breather. <laughs> uh, big uh, thank you to those who liked and shared the show so far. Uh, please. Do like and share. It does make a big difference. We do appreciate it. It sure does, Skip. Um, what was I going to say? Josh, you're looking handsome tonight. Christ, this is I have the no best you've looked in a long that. time. Then we got Joe Kimson from Flaggerters Paintball. Greetings and thanks for tuning in. I'll try to do a little bit of a slouch and lean back a little later on, but we're all masked up and ready to go. Yeah, we're also live on the YouTubes, guys. So if you want to see Joe in all his high-def glory, head on over to YouTube as well. We have Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries. That's right, Gabe, Gabe and Sharma, or Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries. I'm sorry, my mouth is full of <laughs> not only mustache, but mask. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, make sure you hit that like and share button. And similar to Josh Zuby Zabrikis, I have never looked better on camera than I yeah. do right now. Hey, nice to see Nitro Place, uh, Simeon, Day, Day, uh, Dwayne King on the YouTube right now. So we're watching your live chat. We're also watching you guys like Steven and Devin, uh, Richie Ray, Ray Page Santos, uh, George. Hey. Hey, where's George? Hey. Yeah, he's the guy who would benefit by having a mask on, right, George? I'm just kidding. He can't see me smile on this. This is not fun. Uh, so thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us tonight. I have to tell you, uh, in about five minutes, I am allowed to show you we have the worldwide trailer drop for a new paintball movie that's coming out. Uh, we have an, one, one, we're one of many that have an exclusive, but it starts at 8.15. So I'm going to show you guys shortly what that is. I haven't told anyone in studio of what it is. I was messaged by the creator and said I would wait till 8.15 tonight. And you guys will be able to watch the trailer right along with Joe, Gavin, Josh, and Matt for the first time. And then we'll chat about it. Joe has some fun stuff he wants to share from some... Uh, uh, which we'll get to in a little bit later on as well. Uh, tonight we're also talking about what is the topic uh, is uh, what is the best and worst piece of gear that you guys have. And for those that are Ooh. watching from uh, the UK, what is the worst and best piece of kit that you have? I bet it's in that box. Yeah. Now, do you want to have the $300 or do you want to have what's in the box? I'll take the box. I'll take the box. I'll take the box. <laughs> Always take oh, a box. Red snapper. Very tasty. Best case scenario, <laughs> it's cake. <laughs> well, not the way he just threw it. It's going to be mushed cake. It was cake. Yeah. Nice to see Roger Weaver as well. Uh, Josh Subizabrick has joined us in the uh, live YouTube chat. Same with uh, J Diff and uh, the Zane Smith. Nice to see you guys Yeah, I'm going to well. tell off all the people watching on Facebook and go over to YouTube. 
Um, for those of you that are guys are watching us on Facebook, please do me a favor. Share this to any of your paintball friends, paintball groups, uh, groupies, if you are George Hay. Uh, anything like that, just so that uh, we can help spread the word of paintball through throughout the world. And um, I know you guys belong to a lot of uh, a lot of paintball groups out there. All, all my true paintball friends are watching already, because <laughs> the rest of you are dead to me. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Well, before we get to the preview, which we'll show you in just a minute, I want to show you a couple things. Did you guys see Exalt has new barrel maids now in stock? A few new colors. Mm-hmm. They also have some new beanies Ooh. slash the toques. Nice. Um, I have the green one and the gray one, and they are my favorite hats like right now, one. so yeah, thank you. One. green one looks nice. The green it one does. looks very nice. Um, the elbow pads, the reflex elbow and knee pads, reflex now in larger sizes there, XL, or sorry, XX and XXXL. For those of you guys that are listening at home, check those guys out. I mean, I also, can now get elbow pads that fit my elbow and not knee pads see i was gonna bring it up because you are a larger fellow and if i would have brought it up you would have ragged on me so i didn't but yet you i probably still will but so you don't get mad at yourself no uh what about tech mats they have new tech mats in stock uh where you can size up your o-rings uh they have the emec and etha 2 aluminum feed neck tension thumb screws and this i thought was pretty cool new rare earth collection is that like flat darkers? I don't know. Pretty cool though. Like magnets? Meganese. This is what I was talking about they last week. OG in that. And I'm gonna, OG Earth collection. <laughs> and I'm going to show you guys this briefly. Please do not buy these. I, I was pretty upset when I saw these. These are on a website called Riot Balls. They are first strike shaped. Uh, less than lethal ammunition made of steel. Jeez. That was Gavin's nickname in high school. <laughs> Riot balls, baby. <laughs> I thought it was less than lethal. I thought you were going to say seven grams. And as I mentioned last week, and you guys gave me these weird looks, you can get them in brushed, uh, gold-plated, cool. nickel-plated, <laughs> or, yeah. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I was not on crack last week. This is a real website. Is that $44 for 10 yeah, but once you've done one, you're going to jail anyways. It doesn't matter. So, um, What is this? Uh, oh, here's a comment that came in this week, guys. He says, this is from JDF. He says, uh, you guys are rad. I'm going uh, back in episodes to listen while I'm working. Winecast was a good listen when you guys were killing bottles of wine. I was going to suggest that maybe next week we get into do another wine cast. Yeah, but we'll have to have a but straw. But I think, I think we're going to have to wait just because we're wearing masks right now. I think we're going to have to give it a couple of weeks till maybe hopefully the status changes. But I'm wondering if maybe if not if not then, maybe the Christmas show. Oh, By then we'll be able boy. to get into wine cast. Uh, <laughs> that Christmas show is usually sponsored by Uber. Um, so maybe Jason, you'll have your wish, and it's not just your wish, Jason. It's mine too. That was a that was a fantastic evening. I think it'll be cross sponsored between Uber and Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, this okay. So this week, someone um, I was on Instagram as I always do. If someone follows me on Instagram, I usually like to find out who it is. And this one, someone followed me, and it and it was this account, and it's called Eyebrows Are Very Important. Um. And I went, okay, that's cool. Is that Wolf? And they only have three followers, and they're following 71 people, which happens to be us. And then I, I spot someone who's familiar, and I'll blow up the post. It was Wolf. They took... I, I don't know who these people are, but why did they pick someone in paintball, and they removed his hoorahs above his eyes? What the... That's great. So I don't know. Hats off to... who? What is it? 
Eyebrows are very important. Uh, hope I haven't looked in a while. Hopefully your 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 follows are back up. Um, all right, it's officially that time. I've got about a minute to go. So what I'm going to do is I, I'm going to release it now. Ladies and gentlemen, here's what it is. So our good friends at paintball.media have released a video, and we know we've been talking about it for about a year now, and it's the history of paintball documentary. We've been talking about this for a while after watching it and wanted something more about it. And it looks like our wish is going to come true. Matt's going to go ahead and play the trailer, guys. It's about that time. So what? let us know as soon as it's done what you guys think. Friday, October 25th, 2002, Jeremy Somme of Avalanche walked into the woods adjacent to the National Paintball Supply Field at the PSP World Cup, wearing all black, face painted, and carrying a black marker. What transpired in the next hour changed the game of professional paintball forever. Game fixing, playing the gray area, positioning, illegal ramping guns, and outright cheating was rampant in the 1990s and early 2000s in professional paintball. So Renda comes to me and says, hey, why don't you throw this? If you give us the game, we'll give you nine bodies. And you're not going to get nine bodies playing a straight up. So just give us the game. You're in the woods. You're not out in the wide open. So it was really a lot easier to get away with that stuff. But God, half of that team, like you shoot them and it's gone instantly. It got to a point where if you wanted to compete and win, you couldn't be completely fair. I remember calling Bob Long at Medic over. I said, you may never play at my field again. You may never play at my tournament again. You better damn well hope that the, the UK Predators get what they deserve. While walking the fields for the five-man event, Jeremy noticed that one side of the 10-man field was not netted. I remember talking to him about this multiple times too, and he told me that when he was walking the field is when he first knew he was gonna do it. He, he looked at it and went, oh, this is ridiculous. No one can even catch me doing this. He's like, I'm gonna sit. At any time we're playing an important game, I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna do this. So like, it was pre-planned. That's like murder one instead of murder three, right? <laughs> like, you know, I saw a uh, golf cart go back behind the woods. So I knew what kind of what was going on. And I don't want to say who was back there when I got there. We had Jeezy and then Jax. And they sat me the GZ game. Avalanche was playing Ground Zero Gold on the south end of the PSP World Cup property on the National Paintball Supply Field. From out of bounds, Jeremy Somme shot at multiple Ground Zero Gold players at the start of the game. So he's in the woods, he's hidden, he shoots a ball onto the play live playing field as Avalanche is playing Ground Zero, but the guy doesn't leave. This is talking about someone who's going down as the most notorious cheater of all time. The backlash is real. It's the pain that you feel. They want you to kneel. The only way out is to stand up and shout. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have to say I am super. Well, you know what? Let, let me, Gavin, what are your thoughts before I give you mine? Did, are you excited? Are you not excited? Do you care? Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it was. Uh, that's when I sort of was in sort of my prime and painful when that all went down. So yeah, I, I you know, lots of rumors, lots of uh, speculation, uh, limited information in the, in the magazines at the time. So yeah, I'm really, really curious about uh, how it all transpired, how it all went down. I'm. I I, I can't wait. I, when when we watched that paintball history documentary, one of the comments that we talked about was I wish they would have elaborated on that they brought it up they teased us with it and they they left it at least we get an opportunity to see it Joe are you do you do you care do you 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 were in I I knew I knew about it I heard about it and how it it trickled down I heard about it shortly after it happened on the weekend it sort of filtered sort of through the dealer network so yeah I'm curious to see how it unfolds not college curious but (laughs) curious enough Mm Josh, what about you? Uh, I, because I know of the story, but not necessarily the details firsthand from Merch Person, I am excited to see what actually transpired. So, yeah. the, the one, sorry, Todd, I don't mean to interrupt you, but the one is sure, the sure. actual incident. Yep. Uh, but then the ripple effect in terms of how things changed afterwards is, yes. uh, is very important for paintball, right? Yeah. In terms of history. Yeah. But, and more importantly, we can watch this now and see truly how it affected Skyball, <laughs> which is the most important. But part. you know what? Like it's so long ago um, that people are now kind of speaking openly about it because it's not going to affect anyone's employment or any sort of anything at this point. Um, it's the statute of limitations yeah, are over. Everybody's grandfathered in now. Right? That's right. Or now it's grandfather <laughs> or grandfather. Yeah. yeah, and I mean this story's been going around you know paintball fields and garages and campfires for years and i I, i'm hoping that this will finally shed some light on the real story because i think my version if i told it and gavin's version versus versus someone else's everyone's kind of having that hearsay this hopefully looks like they've interviewed so many people that you're kind of going to get the best of the best story so i'm excited to finally know what happened and kind of the fallout and how it happened and it demystifies the boogeyman that's what i'm looking forward to yeah Peeks behind the curtain, <laughs> under the bed. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Like, you know what's you know what's gonna happen when this unfolds. We're just gonna end up with a one magic loogie scenario. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so uh, here's the picture of it. it. Says the Jeremy Psalm Sniper Incident Avalanche, the official HD trailer, and the culture of cheating in pro paintball. So I mean, they're gonna talk about all of that, and there were some great things. I mean, even Tom Cole was saying that you know opposing teams had listen, you know, just give us the win, and we'll give you. Next time we play in nine bodies, and I, I mean, the, these are things that when you're competing, you, you know, it's going to come across your plate. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited. And if you guys want to see this, all you got to do is belong to the Patreon account of Paintball.media. And why do you want to do that? Not only do you get this video, but you get to see all the other released videos that didn't make the Paintball History documentary. And I bet you there's hours of gems in there. Um, gems, he says. Gems. Yeah, yeah. Gems. Someday they'll finally release the interview that John sat down with me for a couple hours and we talked about stuff. So if you're a Patreon, eventually, eventually it'll get to you. Um, so lots more to get to on the show tonight, guys. We have a topic we're going to get to in a moment. We have mail time. Joe has a box right now I, I that may a, or may not have a red snapper in it, according to Gavin. 
First, first of all, I want to give a, a quick sh uh, shout out to a couple of um, our, our field friends who are in lockdown right now. CJ Airsoft in Toronto, they're in lockdown until uh, December, and also Defcon Paintball is in in uh, lockdown as well. But this package, I like when came... he says airsoft, he stares directly at. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. This package, this package came to us uh, from. Garner at never Defcon. cut towards yourself. What are you I'm doing? I'm cutting towards you like, myself. Like while while he's opening, yourself. Gavin, can you help me with something? Yeah. We need to give a shout out to Bricktop. Bricktop, Bricktop. shout out! Bricktop's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> nice to have you, sir. What's up, brother? Nice to see you. And yes, he made the comment: name a sport that doesn't have cheating in it. Absolutely, you are absolutely right, sir. Oh, oh, oh! What's in here? So I have. We'll look at this in a minute. This is the new um, FID continuous feed mag, but I also have, for each of you, pass one of these down to Matt, then to Todd, then to Zuby. This is a supply drop. Should a supply I not have drop. thrown at that? These are heavy like, crates. These are parachutes. Oh. These are this. So this <laughs> is back. This is what DefCon sends out monthly. It's called the supply drop. You can get a subscription. The packaging is pretty fantastic. What you call me? Here, here you go, Matt. Thumbnail. I said the, the packaging, oh. Gavin, is is pretty fantastic. So, you can see it. Let's cross. <laughs> let's cross supply drops. <laughs> Gavin, there we go. Are we supposed to do a clink? <laughs> yeah, clink. clink. Cheers. Get your pinky out. So inside clink. this month's version of supply drop. First of all, nice packaging, yeah. nice display. It's almost like I'm buying an Apple product. It is. Why it's is mine uh, sticky? <laughs> uh, this this one came with uh, Exalt Performance Head Wrap. Came oh, nice. With oh, nice packaging an, on that. An That's HK great. Army Ball Sizer to, for your balls. It came with a mag. Ooh, I'm feeling pretty girthy if I'm not going to lie to you compared to this ball sizer. On off uh, <laughs> air adapter. That's kind of cool. A DEF CON patch. And um, these are the First Strike Warhawk paintballs. Looks like. Um, Purple and uh, yellow. Hey, that's yellow pretty cool. Purple. Those are pretty fantastic. Oh, coupon for EMF 100. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well done, guys. So how do I, so is this like PB swag and the fact that I can sign up and have this shipped to my house every week, yeah, every month? You, you can get this every month. You can uh, sign up for your own supply drop, and then Garner will come by in a C130, and he'll push it out the back, and it'll come down by parachute over your house and land right in your backyard. And you have to pop a smoke as it flies over, so that's pretty cool. You guys can head on to head on over to, to DefCon Paintball and get your own supply drop. Very good. Maybe someone could put uh, the link in the live chat. I will find and the link. In the meantime, Gavin, can I pass you this? Can you put that behind you on the shelf so we can display that during the show as well? Even up by the Dynamite. Dynamite. Where do you want your? I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Trying, Thank you very much. So we'll uh, we'll promote Defcon Paintball Gear. Make sure you guys check it out. We're gonna put the link here in the description um, or in the chat as well. Um, if you guys can't find oh, Garner, it or Garner need just it, put it I will there we go. And if you can't find it, send us a link to any of our social medias and we'll send you guys the direct link. Uh, but again, great packaging. If I had that show up my door every month, I would be the happiest man in the world. So guys, check that out. And you know what? With Christmas around the corner, why not sign up now, guys, and uh, sign up your favorite paintball player for one of those and or yourself if you're looking for give yourself something for Christmas and get yourself something this cool every month. Yeah, pretty and cool. Well after, done, Gardner. When Gavin's finished, we'll talk about this too. 
I'm finished then. Are you, <laughs> are you done? Well, that was fast. <laughs> well, okay, you know, then, it's then been I'll a while. Do it. Well, this is the FID Continuous Feed <laughs> Magazine. It holds 22 round balls okay, and 21 first strike rounds. This is a, a nice shaped mag, a completely toolless disassembly, and it comes with a, a flint instrument. This is the loading device, so it pushes the um, mag down, and we'll pass this around, and everybody can have a look at it. So this is the another option to the Planet Eclipse uh, continuous 20-round mag. This is the, the um, FID um, flint instrument design. Works in the die dam and it also works in the EMF 100. I bet if I forced it enough, it'll fit in my TMC too. Right? <laughs> they give you a complimentary hammer. Uh, come over to my screen for a second, Matt. So here you go, guys. Defcon paintball gear. Uh, you can see that you can sub start sign up for the supply drop the drop the monthly subscription. Uh, it's fifty four dollars Canadian. So if you guys are U.S. residents, that's like three dollars, I think, with the exchange rate right now. And uh, here's a sample of what they've had before. So you have a swab and a headband, uh, microfiber cloth, some microfiber. first strike rounds, some stickers. Stickers. Uh, no, I think those are actually stickers. And uh, some lube and an HK barrel sock. So check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and all you have to do is input a few things like uh, what's your shirt size, what's your glove size. There's a couple other personal questions you may or may not want to answer. But there you go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so paintball gear, uh, DEFCON paintball gear. Uh, and again, we will uh, we'll post that. It's in the live chat as well. Uh, we'll bring that up later on, later on the show. This is pretty good, actually, Joe. I know. It's pretty nice. Solid. I'm going to look at, mess around with it Solid and try to take it like apart. Neato. Yeah. Neato. Well, it gives us an opportunity to uh, play with something new with our uh, yep. MG100 or our EMF. 100. Very cool. Thanks, Garner. Again, that's very cool. Much appreciated. Yeah. Thank you very so much. Nice. So we'll bring that up over the course of the show. Uh, a couple other things that we want to tell you guys about. So we talked to you guys about the great video trailer by paintballmedia.com. Uh, for all of you guys, I want to apologize. Uh, we have... Okay, so here's what happened. Every week, we have a live uh, show we do here on Facebook and on YouTube as well. So you guys can choose your mediums you want to, you want to watch us on. On Facebook, we only do about 50 minutes, and then we say goodbye to you. But we continue to broadcast live on YouTube, and we record what we do, what we, we call our after show. So we talk about paintball and other things as well. So this whole show gets put up as a, as a paintball podcast every week. You guys have been finding us, and every week we've been growing and growing. Well, this notice came across my, uh, my email this week. Um, and if you guys are listening to our paintball or paintball podcast or try downloading our paintball podcast, you may have heard this. This podcast is unavailable for download because this podcaster has reached their bandwidth allowance for the month. Oh, no. You can still stream this episode by visiting Podomatic.com or using yeah. the Podomatic mobile so, app and searching for the title of the podcast. My bad. Long and short of it is I had to spend a little extra money now. And I've had to upgrade our package to a larger package, which includes more storage, but more bandwidth, because you guys keep downloading them. And that's what's taken our, 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 that's why we were put down. So for a day and a half, we you couldn't download our podcast. I basically sold a kidney. Uh, Joe, Joe sold some of his time. And uh, we, yes. we were able to uh, sock away some cash and pay for that. So You cheap SOP. <laughs> if, I had a, if I had a rubber hose, I would beat you. <laughs> if I had a rocket launcher. 
some son of a bitch would die. But no, we, um, yeah, so I apologize for those that are listening. But on the same token, this is a good problem to have. And we are now in a bigger package. So if you guys make us do this again, we've got some bigger problems. We've got Joe, Joe Rogan problems at that point. So thank you so much. <laughs> And again, you guys can find us on anywhere that you get your favorite podcasts from. Hundred million dollar deal at Spotify isn't necessarily a problem. So they give them a hundred million dollars, and then they build them the crappiest set. Hundred million dollars, <laughs> oh, it, but it's like over ten years or something like that. So yeah. he's only getting a well, hundred million. Poor guy, <laughs> you know, poor guy. <laughs> Eric Engler in the live chat says Todd does like a larger show? package. Does anyone know anything new about Eric Engler? I don't know, yeah. Todd. Is that the segue to me? <laughs> As I'm looking at you. And for those of you that are just tuning in, guys, yes, we are. I'm, I see a couple comments. We are wearing masks. In our area in southwestern Ontario, Canada, we are now in a red zone, so we are relegated back to... Um, Put your helmet on. A, a, different, a different set of rules. If we go back one more set, not only are we wearing masks, but we're probably going to have to wear helmets in the studio. So this is why we're wearing masks, guys. It's either that or we're back to the Zoom shows and we do not want to do zoom shows right now that's so. a big hard no but so thank you supporting us and thank you for hitting that like and that share especially guys ladies and gentlemen all right so for immediate release uh from taylorsville north carolina command decisions war game center is back under new management after a two-year run as command decisions paintball so command decisions war game center has been the cornerstone of paintball and airsoft in taylorsville bethlehem and hickory uh, community since the <laughs> 1980s as the third longest like running paintball field in the nation. It is home of the world-famous Folding App Paintball and Airsoft events for the past 15 years. And here we go, folks. Turn up the volume and pay attention. Starting on December 1st, 2020, Eric Engler, owner of Engler Custom Paintball Guns of Taylorsville, will take over management of the facility and bring with him his experience from being a paintball in the paintball industry for the past 20 years. He will use his experience to learn from custom uh, from making custom WW2 and other uh, era paintball markers, as well as leading players on and off the field at Command Decisions uh, and other many, uh, many other national events uh, to bring realism to the scenario side at Cam uh, Command Decisions War Games. So Command Decisions will be running several large events throughout the year and will continue to be open for group and corporate training events as long as along with recreational paintball play. So Eric also so good has job, yes, Eric. The, uh, the elements of adding replica stuff. So it is going to be an exceptional next it's, few it's years. It's funny. I tried to make a replica of Eric, and I just could not get it. Because they broke the mold when they made him. Yeah. So, you know, congratulations, Eric, and Command Decision War Game Center. For sure. Uh, you know, looking forward to that wonderful partnership. And hopefully, if the world returns to normal, we can visit you guys there. Hey, and can I we, just uh, learned Hold that on, Josh. Can we... Uh, I, I, someone's asking the chat, can we look at that mag that Joe was showing before? The one that just blew up in his face? <laughs> Sorry. I heard I heard you laughing, Josh, and I wanted to... Sorry, Gavin. I wasn't yeah, Eric, I wasn't no, laughing that's... at you. I was laughing at Joe's blows. Joe lost... It, or Gavin lost an eye, but like a champ, he kept doing the read. No, I kept doing the read, and uh, in case my friends are not familiar, your microphones are still on when I'm doing the read. So as you have your side conversations and you play your springy eye. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. People can hear that. Hey, so uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get to mail time in just a minute. No, no, no. Hang on a second. Yeah, I, I, just, I have to share something. I just learned this. 
if we leave now in 12 hours and eight minutes, we can be at Command Decisions War Game. If we leave right now, we just have to quarantine for two weeks. However, they're closed today. We don't uh, have to quarantine for two weeks to go there. We just when we come, we'll home. come back, I guess so. So, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do is we we're going to talk about the topic tonight. And uh, we want to see if you guys have comments in the, in the chat. We want to know what the best and the worst piece of paintball gear that you guys have. And we're going to read some of your comments that you guys posted in social media, as well as um, what you guys uh, are posting in our live chat. But before we do that, I want to talk to you guys about uh, my friends over at Planet Eclipse, guys. Do you know that they have more championships, more new me mechanical markers, new electros, new territory, including the new MagFed division? Get Planet Eclipse, guys, and take on the world. All I have to say is put a Planet Eclipse gun in your hand, shoot it, and uh, that's, that's all you need. When the world's greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need the best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection... They pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag Pop Smoke. Thick welded seam, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options make Airumps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the air, uh, off, the, off the field. They're made in America by Brent Davison and his team. And letting you know right now, 20% off all orders. Once again, 20% off all orders if you enter the promo code Holiday20. Nice. Holiday20. Dreams fade. Ruthless paintball products, colors, sublimation, and craftsmanship never die. On or off the field, Ruthless keeps you fresh. Use the promo code BTB15 now for 15% off your order. Josh is fresh. He's so fresh. Exciting. <laughs> Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is our blood type. Make your game boil. Get Exalt available worldwide. Worldwide. From the beginning, you stumbled down a rocky cliff. You waded chest deep through a mosquito-infested bog. You had a mag blow up in your face. Now, whether you're sliding into the snake or running and gunning, GI Sports has the gear for you. Now with the new Stormer. Very good. DLX Technologies, guys, a true industry, industry innovator. With some of the lightest, fastest, and sleekest hardware in paintball, DLX has the power to get you to the podium. And I just found out today that's where you want to be. So, ladies and gentlemen, get some DLX Lux X goodness today. Todd, I have some very bad news. Uh-oh. Um, in doing more research to command decisions, not only is there not a whole lot of restaurants around it, the closest Starbucks is 14 minutes away. Yeah, but there is something that's near it that I thought was pretty awesome. Last time I was there, I went to a Bojangles. My friend oh. Colonel Muster took me to a Bojangles. And okay, you guys like then. fried chicken? This is like... Forget KFC, forget Popeyes. It's a chain, but it's as closest to the Gus in Memphis oh. as you're going to get with a chain. I forgot that not only is Eric there, but Mustard is there as well. Yeah. This is like an all-around yeah. decent field. It, it's a very good field, absolutely. I've never been there, but it's decent. Um, so, guys, we're going to talk about tonight's topic, and then we're going to get right into mail time. So we want to know what is your best and worst uh, kit or gear that you guys have. Cameron Turnbull says his worst is his max loader. His best is his WGP pump. Absolutely. Um, Simeon says worst is JT Outcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate to agree with you, sir. Cameron Turnbull, MG100 is top tier goodness. I will definitely agree with you that. Uh, Chase Traffic Morris. Fine, bunker. Monday nights at 8 hey. says that Smart Parts Ion was his best. And his worst was his smart parts ion. Ion, interesting. Yeah, Alexander Cameron. I'll read a couple more while while we're doing this. A Empire Resurrection is his best. 
His worst, JT Tac 5. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah, what do you guys have? Uh, from Daryl uh, Gozertizen. Yeah, there we are. Back to butchering names again. <laughs> Best is the Virtue Board in my Ego 2. Worst is the Shoebox Shocker. No way. Uh, depends on how scrawny your arms are. Well, I'd read the comments, but I can't use that type of language on a podcast. Shoebox shockers aren't for anyone who's reached who hasn't reached puberty. <laughs> you need some big, strong arm for that. Well, here's a good one from Damien Fowler. Best, my Gator Mally neck protector. The worst is his DPG4 horrible trigger issues. Lorenzo Wade says, "Love my autocockers and my automag." See, Lorenzo, you can't say that in the same sentence. You have to choose. You can't like both, unfortunately. Uh, my best is my PMR10 with all dem ups, says Lane. Nice. Uh, Adam Goodenez says Levine. Ninja Phil Whip! And he spelled ninja with a J, which is very important. But if that was Adam Levine, he'd say Ninja Phil Whips! <laughs> <laughs> He says it's the best $26 he's ever spent. It's also the best $26 I've stolen off Adam's gear. Uh, worst piece of, piece of gear would likely have to be his red dot sight for an entry-level marker. Nah. Well, nah. that's also because Adam can't aim for shit. So. <laughs> Cameron Turnbull says the MG100 gets another vote worth mentioning it twice. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Charles Holton says the worst is his magic box. <laughs> Charles, I'm, I'm not even going to get into it with you, sir. Well done. Mike Holstrom says, Emac. And the worst is every pair of knee pads he's ever bought. Yeah, knee pads are the knee pads are hard. What? I've got one pair. I won't say That's who they are because I don't want to admit ones. to it. Boom, yeah. Ed. There you go. Dropped it right on the show. <laughs> Send me a pair. Yeah, you know what? Knee pads are a tough one because everyone's got different sized legs. And I've only found one pair that was good. And they're old Empire ones. And I can't find the new pair... I, I, I'm going to have to try the new Empire ones or the uh, Exalt ones because I can't. They're hard finding good ones. They, it is. Yeah. Uh, Greg Muscat says Delta 68s sold like hotcakes. And then they started coming back. <laughs> uh, we have a revision on the online uh, chat right now. Chase Traffic Morks wants to take his Ion back. He says the best is his Behind the Bunker t shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, by the way, coincidentally, if you want one, go to BehindTheBunker.com. There's an online shop there. You can buy yourself something nice for Christmas. Uh, Cameron Turnbull says, Lieutenant Dan, you got that magic box. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Charles also says, Reactor makes the best knee pads. I, I, I think it's subjectionable. I think it's like buying clothing. Everyone is shaped differently. Certain things fit people differently. Did you finally get it put back together? I, I want to say, I, yeah. when Gavin, I apologize, was doing his his, his uh, mail time, or no, his, his PSA for Eric, this mag blew up in my hand, but I, I, took, I took it apart. Yeah, I, like I took it's it apart, fault. not knowing how to take it apart. It's completely toolless disassembly. Because it's brand new, I had to use my knife and just sort of flick that so I could get it out. But then I put it back together with... With, with limited knowledge how a mag works and it's actually performing so this is a winner I think this nice. is too great mag assembly. and apparently it's idiot proof it's, well, <laughs> thank you Gavin hey Chase Traffic is asking if we sell our That's purple awesome. t-shirts I may have one left in Chase Traffic Morris size message me uh, later and I'll um, 
and I'll, or, or or now and I'll just I'll respond to it tomorrow but I'll look for it and I'll see what I have for you what else guys what's uh let's talk about you guys personally what is your best and worst piece of equipment Gavin let's start with you uh, um put me on the spot there Todd um, I sure so did I, you know best I've been enjoying all of my Tipman products so I would say my TMC at this point uh, my worst is and this goes back to many many podcasts ago uh it is my zeus pistol (laughs) one it it, it's not functional uh, nor is it a very good paperweight either so that is the worst purchase and why do i still have it because nobody will buy that piece of crap i think when you bought it i suggested a pgp and you said no i like the zeus because it's semi-automatic and i said correct i think i said it's probably i think you should buy the pgp because it will always work and you go no i want a semi-automatic correct then we da- then we went and had a Dairy Queen because it was in the Cambridge store. So then- I know this is a lie because I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> so you, you, had a Mr., you had a Mr. Misty. You had a Mr. Misty and I had a small blizzard because they didn't have mini blizzards at the time. And then you still bought the Zeus. And I still it still doesn't it. work. But if you had the PGP, it'd still work. That's correct. So I had the same conversation with Joe. And I said, but that was semi-auto. And I said, wait a minute. Is that made out of brass? And he said, yeah. And I said, I'll take two. <laughs> Josh, what about you? Did I hear yours? Uh, I think the, my best is also the worst. And that's that Halo B. Really? Great when it was on and it worked. Because it was, it was the first force-fed hopper I ever bought. And it was great because I was like, this is awesome. It keeps up with everything. It's great. But the second you accidentally looked at it wrong, the feedback broke off. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that i have two of each i'd say the worst of my gear was my sly goggles what and my proton those were the worst pieces of equipment i've ever had the best i'm gonna say my axe it has worked every single time that i've ever used it um yeah and i just do a blank on what my other thing was i was gonna add to it but there you go ladies and gentlemen my axe best gun i've ever had works out of the box every single time it is what it is. So there you go. Uh, Matt, you want to chime in? Best or worst? Uh, go to Joe. <laughs> um, I don't know my best I've had. You know what? I, I Can we talk about every decade? <laughs> you know what? My Still, my Mark 1 Uzi was pretty cool because it had like a sort of a, an integrated hopper system. Um, it was 38 rounds. Didn't have an auto trigger. Then I would say my Bushmaster Point Man. Yeah. And then 68 Special, so great. My worst was arguably my nightmare. God knows what that, th- we had, we got, I got these two new nightmares from from Brass Eagle uh, when I went, not, I guess it was, yeah, they were Brass Eagle when I went to pick up my paint one weekend and I, I came home with them, they were prototyped. No one even had them, they were just sending them out. So I had like the first, some of the first two nightmares out of paintball field in the world huh. and we would we were excited we were firing these things and you'd you'd cock it back and you'd find it go it would go make this noise like a like a dying water buffalo from huh. apocalypse now and Jeez. they must have been shooting 500 feet a second like they're taking bark off the trees when they work but that was probably my worst nice my worst um buy um, yeah. 
Um, while you're thinking of your of your of your best, Robert Roger Weiber says his worst is an egg loader, and his, the best is his Model 98 never never failed him. Uh, Eric Engler says clear feed necks was the worst. Um, uh, Regnick in the live chat, sorry says, uh, where did I see this? Halo B uh, with and his warp feed. Oh boy. Uh, Jason Cooper wants to know if I sold the uh, behind the bunker etched axe yet. No, I'm not really in a rush to, but I still have it if you're looking. And JT Accelerator was the worst. I, oh, I agree. God. Yes, JT Accelerator. Oh, Regnick says another one. What about this one, Joe? Worst loader. Post Brass Eagle buyout view loader Quantum. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. Yeah, with the cat tail. Wow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well done. That's horrible. Good uh, for you. I, I'm not. I'd like to just not de- derail this, but change. I had a call from a fellow at the field on the weekend on Saturday, and he wanted to sell some gear. So he shows up with you know a bag of stuff that he hadn't used in a while. Wanted to know if I wanted to buy it. And I said, I don't know. I got to look at it. And so he brought it out. And it was a Vulo. It was a, a, a WGP trilogy. He had an egg loader with a broken oh. lid. He had two 20-ounce oh. CO2 tanks. And then he had a 48.3 that was 0405. Did so you tell him just to keep walking? So I, I said, like... There's nothing in here of value. I, I can't even. Yeah. I would maybe give you $20 for that tank because I could maybe use it. But yeah. everything else is worthless. Yeah. It's, it's I, I saw him and you talking and he had the glimmer of hope in his eye. <laughs> and it was just it slowly sort of just faded away as you guys and were I, talking. I, and I, I felt so bad. And I said, there's no parts. They don't exist. If it was a real auto cocker, maybe. Yeah. But there was nothing there that was of value. Poor guy. Hey, I can sympathize with this. Phoenix Gasparini, uh, she says... Hey, good for you. Worst is the dye pro gloves. They stay in your hands black. I definitely agree with that. And the best was the dye eye force. No, those are HK gloves. Every glove stains you. Okay. Back in the day, yeah. Yeah, man, even Thunderwear. You'd put your Thunderwear gloves on from San Clemente. California, and they'd make their hands black. Josh is, or sorry, Chase is yelling at us really loudly. I think he's saying profits, but I can't hear him through his goggles. Very good. Um, I'm just, I'm reading all your comments, guys. JT Accelerator, I, I definitely would agree with that. Oh, I, so <laughs> I know someone who that was their first paintball gun she had bought. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Terry, Terry Sean's bought one too. It was so terrible. <laughs> Oh, but you didn't know. Oh, oh Phoenix says, well done. Thank you, Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, shall we move on? Matt, we yes. didn't ask you, but... It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Isn't there something? You got to have something. Well, my, my best was my very first purchase, which was a mini mag. Oh. And my worst was probably like my third or fourth purchase, which is like a really cheap red dot site. Oh, not high vis ha- though. Do you still have your mini mag? Uh, in pieces, yes. Oh, I totally forgot about my 68 Classic. Yeah, I love that. I should yeah. pull it out. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of pulling it out, how is your red dot? <laughs> <laughs> Did that bomb take it away? A little salve on it. <laughs> Who told you to put on the bomb? <laughs> um, um, hang on. I got yeah. one. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my first introduction to Dion, retro, is he was standing in the staging area of Flaggers and he was packing up to go home and he pulled the egg off his hopper and it was brand new. <laughs> and he was like, this hopper is the greatest hopper <laughs> I've ever used. And he held it upside down over the garbage can and he's like, this thing never stops feeding. 
and it literally dropped six balls out, <laughs> completely still working. And then he opened up the little tiny sleeve on the back and dumped the rest of the balls, and like it turned his back and walked away. Yeah. You know what? Next show I'm going to post up this week on social media. What is the worst piece of gear, period, in paintball? That's going to get you guys chatting because I'm reading through some of your comments, especially on on Facebook ra- or YouTube rather. Words. And there's some there's some great perspectives you know, there. Charles Charles um, Holton. Oh, he said dirty words. He said, "Don't diss Thunderwear, Charles." I have so many pair of Thunderwear gloves. I had a pair of Thunderwear shoes called Water Dogs. I had a Jeep with Thunderwear seat covers, front and rear, made of neoprene, and I have this. 1980s neoprene with black leather sleeve thunderwear jacket that probably no one in the world has. I may have to stop your rant, Joe. I don't think you read his comment right. He says he doesn't like your underwear. You had a lean back there and he saw your wrestling singlet. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Still don't get why you wear it backwards. (laughs) (laughs) It's strictly for comfort. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we've got lots more to get to on the show tonight. Um, here's what's going to happen. First of all, thank you very much for watching and tuning in, guys. If you guys can hit that share button on Facebook, share it to any of your uh, favorite paintball groups. Let them know that this paintball show exists. Also, you guys can listen to this in our podcast form, so you don't have to watch it live every week. You can download it anywhere that you get your favorite podcast from. And that, those of you that are watching us on Facebook, thank you so much for tuning in. But do you know that we're also streaming on YouTube? And when we say goodbye to you on Facebook, we continue to go live on YouTube for an extra little bit. We do our after show slash podcast over there. And that's where we get into some nitty gritty. So you may want to join us over there. Uh, Just to remind you guys as well, we had a great supply drop dropped to us by uh, DefconPaintballGear.com. If you guys would like uh, stuff sent to your house every month from DefconPaintballGear.com, all you have to do is go to their website and sign up and uh, it'll come to your your house every month. So check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, And our podcast is back up and running. If you had difficulty downloading it this week, it is good to go. Gavin, I have uh, at least two or three comments on mail time that I have visuals of. Can we get to mail time next? Yeah, absolutely. Mail time. Mail time. All right, so I had a couple of uh, mail, mail time questions sent into me. Uh, this one, I think, is going to have to go for jokes. I don't think I have one. Um, and I didn't post his name, but he asked, have uh, have any socks hat, sock hat laying around, new or used? I have, a brand, I have two brand new ones available. If you'd like to met, buy them, I will gladly sell them. They are not cheap, and I will have to... You'll have to pay for shipping. Means he has them. He's not really sure if he wants to sell them, but if you're eager enough to make him a decent offer... You yeah. might be willing to part with it. I will. Uh, I'll message this fellow if I remember tomorrow. I have. Uh, I, I. I. I chopped off his name just a- for any sock hat purchase will include a Calmag patch. Ooh! Ooh. And if you act deal. now, you oh, get a state of it. Kansas Jello mold. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Ryan <laughs> McGee sends this in. He says the question is for one Gavin Sharma. Yeah. When are the pre-orders beginning for the reissue of the Aircon Overlord 2.0 redesigned by Gavin Sharma? Slogan, we tried fixing it, realized that it was a lost cause, but we're still going to sell it. <laughs> That's awesome. It's out now. <laughs> I love how guys out there, people that are watching the show, they, they like certain guys on the show. Ryan just seems to... I don't know what it is about you, Gavin. I don't know. You're just not... Just not resonating with Ryan. You and him aren't buddies. Uh, I guarantee he doesn't have my poster on the wall. <laughs> uh, Ryan also sends a, uh, a question. He says, okay, guys, settle the debate for me. 
Who started the trend of paintball players wearing Hawaiian shirts? Alabaster, Slim, and Vice? Or were there a team before them? Matt, that's that's Matt a good question, Matt. Matt what do you think? I, I know it was before that, but I can't pinpoint as to who or what team yeah. did it first. I can't wear a Hawaiian mm. shirt because I don't want people thinking I'm that wacky guy. Or what are the <laughs> Boogaloo boys? Even, even, <laughs> yeah. even Sean Arnott was wearing a Hawaiian shirt playing airsoft in the like the 80, 80, early 90s, yeah. late 80s at Fly Grader. That's definitely Alabaster Slim's trademark look, and good for him. I think it originally just started because he threw on a, a Hawaiian shirt when he played, and it kind of stuck because it was comfy. You gotta think like Magnum P.I. as well, or some of the Hawaiian yeah. teams. Well, Magnum P.I. stopped playing paintball. He played once or twice, but his mustache kept getting caught in the well, fog. I, know, so. I saw him trip several times. <laughs> That's right, so he stopped and then yeah, um, Rodney Dangerfield the same thing he just couldn't do it with a, without a Hawaiian shirt and he, got no party animal. and he got no respect he got no respect on yeah. the field call me a gorilla who does he think I am his wife <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah, so hat what do you get a free bowl of soup with that oh that's good on you though <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, be honest, I have no idea. I think locally, definitely Alabaster Slim, but sure. um, internationally, how who it started or how it started, I don't know. But Alabaster Slim, he ain't no, he's not internationally known, but he's known throughout the microphone. Yes. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Oh my god, that, that hurt. <laughs> I like that. You All can right. feel the pain of that quiet <laughs> oh, sigh. No, no, you guys are going to have to Google, Google that no, one. Very, very simply because with the show, you get both joy and pain. That's good. Yeah. Oh, and how, I don't get crap it, for that, Mike. How does he get no joy with no pain? Sunshine and rain. Oh. No, I Wash that. your hands in my sink, my sink. Wash your hands in my sink. Oh. Wash your face. Bobby Doust says, oh, the pro player you know from Bad Company wore Hawaiian shirts in the 90s. There you go. Tom Cole. There you go. Ga uh, Chase Chase Morris says, uh, is that how you guys keep Gavin Sharma on the show? Sit Joe next to him with a knife. <laughs> no, it's Gavin actually... Has a knife. Well, it's, it's the bomb on the shelf yeah. that keeps Gavin here. In the earlier episodes, they used to play Knivesy Spoonsies, but <laughs> now they both have knives. And Robert Hanson with the raw base. Thank you, sir. Yep. You, you, you basically redeemed me. If you guys are bored out there, hit Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Who are the wash your face? Type in my that sink in right guys. about now. They, who are they? What were they called? Watch, uh, Arrested Development. No, no, no. no um, they're from Scarborough. Uh, good call though, but you're you're. It's yeah. pronounced Scarberia. Oh, you know what? I wish Wolf was in the chat right now. Why? Why know? is it a Yes. Why is it a he, He's he won't come out in public until his eyebrows grow back in. <laughs> is it, uh, Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Yeah, there you go. Damn, I can't believe that. Yeah. Uh, good for you. Jeez, that's great. I love when you guys do this because it makes me feel so young, not knowing who <laughs> any of these guys are. You'll know if I play that song, you'd know who oh, he I was. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. And Joy and Pain was a stretch, and the fact that Gavin got that, that's even more embarrassing. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, because well, you're all old as... <laughs> we are going to go into our after show slash podcast shortly, but Gavin has one more... Let's get one more question in. All right, I didn't uh, pre-read these, so I'm going to reach into my sack and... And look blindly at what comes out of it. Uh, all right, so Devin Schwartz, uh, good, friend, good friend of the show. Uh, does anyone know what happened to the Tipman Raider? Uh, the prototype integrated me mechanical loader was housed in the buttstock. He said butt. Tipman um, Raider? Oh, anyone? like the Defender, the mechanical. Maybe. Like, I think it was oh, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it was one of the skews they ki killed. Oh, God, was that ugly a sin? It was. It was. It was a good idea-ish. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
Uh, Tom Cole in a Hawaiian shirt says Michael Lucas. Michael H. Lucas. How are you, sir? Is that the Michael H. Lewis that I'm thinking of? Lucas. Maybe. Um, all right. Well, why don't Possibly. we move? Possibly. Maybe. Why don't we uh, move on, ladies and gentlemen? Here's what we're going to do. So if you guys are watching us on Facebook, we're going to say goodbye to you. If you're listening to us in podcast or on the YouTubes, what did I miss? No, the text you got, I'm laughing at. Oh, okay. Um, oh, it, you get that too? <laughs> he does, yeah. Oh, okay. So if you guys are listening to us on YouTube or on our podcast, don't go anywhere. We're just going to say goodbye to the Facebook viewers. If you guys are watching us on Facebook, head on over to YouTube, and uh, we're going to continue broadcasting for the next little bit to uh, finish up our paintball podcast after show. And uh, great job, Lane, for posting Dream Warriors in the live chat there. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Carter's Commandos all wore Hawaiian shirts, says uh, Mr. Scribner. There you go. And uh, George, hey, says, I love using my Tipman Raider. You should hold on to that, sir. That's going to be worth something. For sure. George, uh, George would probably have one, wouldn't he? Yeah. So we're not going to say goodbye to all you guys on Facebook formally. We're going to do all our farewells on YouTube. But if you guys are watching us on Facebook, please hit that like and share button and share it to all your, your Facebook friends or paintball groups. We really appreciate the help uh, for you guys doing that every week. Otherwise, we'll see you guys over on YouTube and uh, in podcast land. All right, and we are continuing, ladies and gentlemen. If you're watching us on YouTube, here we are. If you're watching us on uh, or listening to us on podcast, we're going to stay for a little while. So that documentary that Paintball.media is coming out with, I, I'm really excited to finally hear the end of that story. I want to know what ramifications came of that. Um, I know that after that effect or after that, uh, that incident, they started playing uh, or playing tournaments with four walls on their on their Correct, uh, yeah yeah uh, so i'm also curious about sort of the human interest story in terms of what happened to jeremy afterwards and they fall out and was he still in paintball all that wonderful crazy stuff uh when you make a really bad when you make a bad decision yeah uh whoever was in on it but he took the fall whether that was independently i guess yeah. we'll find out with the documentary but and if you watch the trailer closely he was wearing a trade my gun Outlaws T-shirt. Oh, I didn't notice that. Good for you. Either trade my gun, outlaws, or trade my gun. I forgot. I, I don't. Re I don't it recall. Was, it was definitely outlaws. Was on there. So he's still in paintball to some degree. However, that is, I'm not sure. And everyone that was interviewed is still in, still in paintball too. So I, I'm really curious to see how that whole thing unfolds and transpires. Um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. And thank you guys for putting up with this. Hopefully, the sound on the podcast translates okay. Hopefully, the you know it's not too muffled. Um, we are in red right now, and we are having to wear masks. I will say it's definitely warmer in the studio because Indeed of it. Indeed, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it is what it is, and you know what? We're gonna we're gonna deal with it because I think that everyone out there needs to do something. I I was saying to Gavin on the weekend, I, I would love it if the entire world just kind of made a gentleman's agreement that we just shut down for one month. And maybe that's enough just to get it over with. I know it's optimistic thinking. It's a little ignorant thinking, but I would give up a month, maybe a month and a half going back to the, the, the hard ways of the pandemic when it first came, when it, when it first was bad. Yeah, it's unfortunate because I see as we move into red, 
uh, a lot of businesses are not going to survive this again. Uh, after the first shutdown, they were trying to, to eke by. Uh, so another shutdown again will be devastating for many, many businesses. Paintball and uh, recreational activities included. So, um, you know what? Uh, we'll see what happens after the big holiday season. So the American Thanksgiving's coming up. Um, Kwanzaa, Christmas, Hanukkah, um, New Year's, a number of celebrations. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how those numbers translate uh, to infection, hospitalizations, all that, and what yeah. the impact that is on each state, uh, but a, even a, in our own country, too, in terms of what that's going to look like. Yeah. And I know that uh, for those of you that follow Wolf on Facebook, he posted a question of just simply asking who's going to, who, if the virus comes out, who's going to, who's going to opt for it? Yeah. And you, Gavin, you and the I vaccine. were talking briefly, sorry, the vaccine. Yeah. Um, the virus isn't actually out, Matt. But well, well that that <laughs> is that another conspiracy. We'll talk about that after we talk about how the Earth is flat. Yeah. Um, but people were like, I mean, it's hard not. yes or hard no's. Sure. And as I said to Gavin, I said I don't know if I would necessarily want to be the first person to get the virus, but I would like to be in that first vaccine. half vaccine. Vaccine. I'm sorry, because you can lick any doorknob. Yeah, and pick I'm it sure. Up. <laughs> I would like to be in the first half. I don't think I'd want to be the first person's. Right. But I certainly wouldn't want to be in the second half. And I, and I do think it's important to get it, for sure. So, uh, again, as we were talking about, I have uh, tremendous confidence in the scientific community. So there's been a number of advances in virology and vaccine development. Um, we have some great scientific minds. And as well, you have to remember, unprecedented times also calls for unprecedented solutions. There's billions of dollars that were invested in pharmaceutical companies to create this vaccine. So they were able to redeploy... Trillions. They were able to redeploy resources that, that they normally wouldn't have to actively work multiple teams globally around the world on this, right? And so um, that's why I have uh, much more confidence than I would say in the 20s, right? Um, advances, investment both in technology, uh, so computer simulations, isolating genes, isolating proteins, and the amount of money uh, for teams I'm, I'm quite confident what they have, although it's only stage three, uh, is going to be safe. And so when you have, if you have one, you're like, nah, I don't know, you're rolling the dice. But now you have two pharmaceutical companies that have boasts about the same um, effective rate, yeah. uh, effectiveness rate. So it's like, you know what, as more and more develop that, as the vaccine itself gets more stable. So you have Pfizer, which is like, has to be minus 70, uh, Moderna, which is less than warmer than that yeah. i think it's going to continue to get better as more and more research comes out yeah. but i think they're all in the same ballpark so and i don't like this 93.5 and 94.5 success rate i'd like to see it biff up a little bit yeah <laughs> when it hits 96 then, you, <laughs> yeah. then you'll stick no, well they that, were right? talking originally like they were hoping for 25 to 50 percent success rate yeah. and they're over 90 like Come on, that's that's pretty substantial. So you know what, and people are rightly, rightfully so concerned about what the potential long-term side effects are. So if you're going to roll the dice, you have no idea what the long-term side effects of COVID is either. Yeah. So I have confidence in the scientific community, uh, the global community, that this is not some conspiracy theory. I I don't have tinfoil on my head right now, um, but the likelihood of us, every Joe Schmo sitting in this room and maybe listening to the, last name. to the podcast right now, <laughs> sitting right uh, there. you're likely not going to be in the first round anyway, right? So that's typically going to go to the uh, the healthcare providers, the first responders. The, the most to, important people? Yeah, co correct, right? So the scientific community. Uh, so it will trickle down eventually uh, to our nation and accessible to us. And so I think at that point, you know, we'll see. Maybe um, you need an adult diaper. 
Yeah, uh, right. But uh, I'm just saying. So I have confidence. Yeah. I will do it absolutely. Yeah. Uh, not even. I don't, I'm not even considering myself a guinea pig if I do so. Um, so I'm just excited about potentially having some herd immunity with like 70 percent of the population inoculated. But and, uh, even if you th- if you think about it, to Todd's point, like you said, they were hoping at 20, 50 percent. Even if that only works that way. That takes out 50% of the population as possible transmitters. Into, like, that kills the right. virus out fast, right? So the fact that it's 90%, that's fantastic. But the other thing that I can't help but wonder is we saw with the ice bucket challenge, the amount of money that got dumped into the ALS research in workings and stuff, and they've come up with new... Um, What's treatments? the right treatments, or... treatments, right? And now we've got this for the flu. I, I can't help but wonder, like, okay, what else can we do if we put the proper the funding in the right sure. spots at the right things? Like, are, are we living in the Stone Age by accident? But like, again, this was not built from the ground up. This is not a brand new virus. It's a coronavirus. Right? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's existed like, for like years, and years and years and years. Right? So, yeah. like, you know, it's not like they're like, oh, let's get to the chalkboard. <laughs> well, it's like yeah. people it's say it's you. the flu, right? The flu is a COVID virus. That's the whole point of it. And so, it's like, you know what? So they have, yeah. I mean, and there are people who are far smarter than I. Actually, most of them in the room right no. now. <laughs> but, but, yeah, no, so I'm, I'm, I'm not worried. I'm not as worried as uh, some of those people who are protesting and have tinfoil on their head right now. Like, it's just, you know what? Yeah. Pfizer's minus 70 and the Moderna one is minus 20, which is just like sweatshirt weather. But it, but it continues to be far more stable, right? Yeah, Whatever it does. the solution they yeah. have, right? Steven in the live chat says any vaccine 90% or, or more effectiveness is considered excellent. And oh, I, it's fantastic. I, I, I agree. Absolutely. Um, so the sooner we have something that's going to help the population stay healthy, the sooner everything gets to open up again. And we can ditch masks and we can have businesses not close. Uh, because of shutdown. So it's yep. it's advantageous for us to, at least, if you disagree with it, talk to your congress, congressman, talk to uh, your, your MP, whoever, to re- continue to uh, increase funds to, uh, to research and development to make sure that things are safe, to make sure that we can get back to the world that we once knew. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it sucks to have to talk about Corona. It really does, but it's affecting everybody right now. And uh... but well, look at us. Like we're doing a podcast. We have masks on our face, right? Because we, I, I mean, that's that's what the uh, the protocol is for. Uh, yeah, Gavin and I work. are definitely officially farther than six feet apart from each other. Josh is to the right of me. I I could. I mean, there's nothing motivating me to look at Josh. But I mean, we still are wearing masks just to be kind of safe. But it is what it is. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we wear it at at work when we're in tight, uh, confined, not tight, but confined areas. And it's, it's, it's more out of respect and it's more out of just preventative, preventative measures. Right. Is it unpleasant? Yes. Would I prefer not to? Absolutely. Yeah. But if this is one small part that I can keep myself or anybody else safe, then I'm, I'm absolutely willing to do so. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, and mask styles, I mean, there's a million of them out there, and everybody is uh, trying to come out with the latest and greatest, and uh, it's hard. I mean, even the most comfortable masks that I find that I have, I still don't want to wear them. They're, they're, they're terrible, but you kind of get used to it. My, my heart goes out to all the, the kids that are at school that don't know any better, that are in grade school, that are wearing them, and they don't, again, they don't know any better, so I guess it's not the end of the world, but I just I feel bad for them. You know, you, you day in, day out, 
doing but gym class yeah. and in class. I don't know. The only benefit to the mask for me is that it increases my ability to date. That's true. It's all in the eyes, ladies. It's all in the eyes. Now, <laughs> I haven't seen it, ladies and gentlemen, but Gavin's been growing his Movember stash. I, I, yes, I did. Yeah, and, which is uh, sort of I, a waste. And I, I'm hoping that the 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 code gets uh, lowered in our area so I can see him before the end of the month. For sure. And that, <laughs> you know, that's one of the unfortunate things with uh, a campaign like Movember, which is near and dear to my heart, right? Because when you have that creepy, ugly awkward mustache it does open up the uh the, the room for conversation right in terms yeah. of what the hell are you doing what's yeah. going on so we can talk about male health uh, mental health physical health emotional health uh and just keeping people moving um so that you know like men take control of their health again so they continue to play paintball which is what we're talking about right now right not to creep it, you guys out but Dwayne king in the live chat says he's four feet from all of us and he's not wearing a mask What's nibbling on my toes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hear crunching. What is your snack, Dwayne? Those aren't a bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, whatever. It's affected all of us. And right yeah. now, we're lucky enough that we're still able to operate, knock on wood, uh, our paintball facility. But, I mean, that could very well change after the next whatever but the next one. At, at the end of the day ladies and gentlemen i don't know where you guys are but for us it's starting to get chilly outside daylight savings kicked in it gets dark early we've got snow on the ground today so at the end of the day if i'm locked in at home at this time of year it's really not the end of the world i just want this nonsense to be over when the weather gets nicer in the spring for sure but uh, for me the quicker the better because i'm looking across the border at some of these great events and yeah. i'd love to be able to participate too but unfortunately our borders yeah. essentially are closed right because one um, I know flights are still flying out of uh, out of Toronto, at least, yeah. um, to most parts of the States. But when I come back, I can't afford to take two weeks off of work uh, to quarantine, right? Yeah. And, so, and California's closed down. Uh, most of the western part of the States are closed. Our eastern provinces are closed. Yeah. Paintball extravaganza is officially done until next year. Uh, That's right. So, I mean... I, I know World Cup just happened, but I think we're going to see some closures and some some events knocked down again. And at the end of the day, I really don't have a problem with it because it, I know what the end of the result is going to be. So I just want to go to Costco again for more than five minutes and not be reminded that I, in fact, have a coffee problem. <laughs> I also want samples back again. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, we used to play the sample. Oh. We used to play the sample lottery. Um, it was actually like, like a scavenger hunt, and so my daughter and I would split up and we hit who could get all the samples the first <laughs> and get all the way back. Oh, what a right? fun game! And then you get into the deep dark corner by the uh, pharmacist and you realize it's salad again, and you're like, Ugh. no, it's like the pizza comes out. It's like, oh damn, it's so hot. I can't get this in quick enough. Oh, it's burning on my mouth. Yeah, that's what I want. I miss the samples. Yeah. <laughs> Sample Olympics. Okay, so you know that feeling. I don't know if you guys have had this, but you walk into a store, and either you walk in or you're walking to it, and you realize that you forgot your mask. Oh, how good is it going to feel when you actually walk into a store and not have to wear a mask? When this whole thing passes us in however many months, years, weeks, days, whatever you feel it's it going to be. It better not be but years. Will, the, will this also change culture? That um, you know what? Because uh, like right now in our area, like. Yeah. Influenza is down like 90% where, it, where yeah. it normally is, right? Yeah. And that's because of social distancing, washing hands, uh, mask. So in the event of cold and flu season, or if you have a, uh, have a uh, cold, similar to Asian countries, do you think people will start adopting this to keep other people safe? Yeah. I would love that, but I don't think it will. I haven't had a common cold since 
Yeah, since the pandemic started. Well, you stopped licking microphones. <laughs> no, no, I haven't. <laughs> Fucking show off. Until <laughs> yeah. I get my nutrients. <laughs> Do you want one? You can come to the daycare tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. How? I, how I, no, this is the this is the part that's going to tick me off though, because next thing you know, you're going to call in sick, and you're going to go, oh, I got a uh, I got a slight cough and a runny nose, and what's your boss going to say? Put a mask on and get in here. Yeah, no, no, this no. could set a dangerous precedent. No, I, I don't me. know. Not for me. I think I think you're seeing that if I'm gonna and, go and there I, and cough and I, everybody's fault. I know someone personally who called into work and said, "Hey, just FYI, I have this was on a Saturday. Said I I have a I have a stuffed up nose, runny nose. What should I do?" And they said, "Well, before you come in, you have to have a COVID test. Yep. So they've had a COVID test. They're waiting on the results. It should come back either today or tomorrow, and then they're allowed to go back at work. So." Yes, which is the same reason why I have nothing left in the back of my nose. I've been for that stupid test six times. Have now. you really? Yeah, I'm done. Could you? I quit. I'm out. Is it that bad? I'm it, out of the contest. It's, <laughs> it's, it's uncomfortable. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not horrible, but it's not something you. You know, like, hey, Dad, can we do this this yeah. weekend? It's a, yeah. You're not gonna go home and go. Hey, I'm gonna do that all on my own. My like, wife no. explained it as it's not painful. It's just Weird. really yeah uncomfortable yeah. and like. You just get the sensation that you don't like it. It's like getting chlorine up your nose. Yeah, for a couple of seconds afterwards, you're like, well, that's not supposed to go in that far. <laughs> and, and I was on the, especially the the one I got, it was, uh, I was on the impression it's going to be like a, a uh, strep swab, right? In and out. <laughs> no, they're like, they roll that sucker in there <laughs> yeah, for a they long 5,000 yeah. yeah. like They're pulling bits of brain out. And At what point did they put their foot on your chest when they were pulling it out? Well, <laughs> they put the swab in and my toe went up. <laughs> well, you're a little Jesus. far. Okay, so the first time I went, for some reason, it was like a cotton swab on a wood stick. Oh, no. And it went, and, and I was like, wow, that was uncomfortable. And it came out and it was like, of course, there's goopy stuff all over it. And I'm like, I blew my nose before I walked in. And then the next couple times I went, it was like this plastic stick with like hooks on it. Oh, <laughs> I was like, no. no and the last time I went, there was a hobo with his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're running out. Like, they're first. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, at least they're giving the hobos work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, he, and he put the sample in his bindle and he went off. Jesus. <laughs> was that a sanctioned test site? <laughs> it was behind the hospital. I just assumed it was. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Yeah. Dwayne King says total recall. I was just thinking that. You know how they reached into oh, his yeah, brain yeah, and pulled the, out uh, that uh, thing uh, through yeah, his yeah, nose? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I wasn't talking about a three-breasted woman. <laughs> it was paper mache, wasn't it? Was uh, it? I like to believe it's real. <laughs> Three tits? That's awesome. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're probably going to end this podcast now, but uh, I appreciate you guys listening to our After Show slash podcast on YouTube, as well as uh, downloading our podcast, guys. Hopefully no error messages this week. Hopefully you'll be able to download them. Uh, without any issue. Gavin, thank you for being on the show tonight. Always wonderful to be here, folks, and I really appreciate everybody uh, tuning in, uh, their support both on the Facebooks and the YouTubes, as well as the podcast download. Um, hopefully we uh, move to a different stage where we can remove our mask and uh, things get back to normal. But uh, stay safe out there, put a mask on, wash your hands, and don't uh, get hobo swabs. Yeah, yeah. Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in tonight. I'll do one quick lean back. We'll see everybody next week on Monday night at 8 p.m. And until then, keep you. All right, Josh, Zuby Zubrick, thank you for being on the show. 
<laughs> oh, the Jolene. Yeah, that's awesome. We didn't well have done. a Jolene well tonight. Well done. I did a little one. <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you for those who uh, tuned in, of course. Uh, that's funny. As usual, help control your local airsoft population. Have your local airsofters spayed or neutered. Very good. Thank you to Matt for pushing all the buttons tonight. And thank you to all of you guys for listening and watching. Hopefully the YouTubes did you well and uh, you enjoyed the show tonight. Download it as a podcast. Help support the show. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you.